Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. Uh, I know you guys are going to be super excited to hear from our guest today. She, she is an entrepreneur and not only an entrepreneur, but she's really making an impact in her community. And uh, what I, what I love about our guest today is she has the heart of a true leader. And when I think about that, and when I say that, um, the heart of a leader wants other people to succeed. They want to help other people succeed. And I think she does a great job of that. She's an entrepreneur, but her husband is also an entrepreneur. Um, Our guest today is Rachel Ray. and She's the owner of Rachel Ray Real Estate here in North Mississippi. And her husband is uh, the owner of Midas, uh, several locations here in the Northeast Mississippi area. So Rachel, welcome to Principles. (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Uh, yeah, it's going to be great. Well, I like to kick us off, Rachel, with, with the question. It's called Principles. That's the name of our podcast, right? So for you, what are some principles or core values you try to live out uh, day in and day out? I, I think that the uh, probably the number one characteristic or principle that has served me the best in life is servanthood. Um, being, uh, even being a leader, but being a servant to those that are along this journey with me. I take that into every area of my life, being a mother, being a wife, being an entrepreneur, you know, community service, the whole nine. But that more than anything is the most rewarding thing and brings you most success. Yeah, man, that's, that's great. And we'll definitely dig into that here in a little bit, but <laughs> let me hear your journey. You know, um, our goal here at Principles is, is really to inspire and encourage and motivate uh, other people to step into their potential. And I think your story is great for that. Uh, but I think it, it's very easy to see, I mean, you've been in, you've been an entrepreneur for a little over a year now, um, but it's easy to see some of your success and people say, well, you know, that's easy for her to say, but they don't see the behind the scenes. So can you give us a little bit of behind the scenes, a little bit about your journey to where you kind of are today? Sure. uh, I've been in the real estate industry for 10 years, been an agent and obviously worked for another company. Um, I kind of started it as sort of a side job, just was going to kind of do it and, you know, supplement some income, that sort of thing. I fell in love with it and really kind of dug into it um, and ended up becoming a top producer in the area here. Uh, I've said all along that if I won the lottery tomorrow, would I work as many hours as I do now? Maybe not, but would I still do real estate? Absolutely. And, uh, and it, it's actually changed my life. I've, I've uh, been somebody who's been a secretary or you know, kind of an entry level employee for many years. And real estate changed that, changed the income, changed the way I saw myself, changed the way I, what I think I bring to the table. And um, I wanted to be able to have that experience for other people. So I dreamed of opening my own company for years, but it was, it was actually one of those dreams that it's fun to fantasize about and think about, but I didn't really think it would happen. (laughs) And looking back, it's so funny because even at the other companies I worked at, um, there would be some situations that come up that the broker would have to kind of make a judgment call on 
on what was going to be done. And I would put myself in those scenarios and think, well, what would I do if I, if I were the broker and I were having to make the call, what would I do? And so looking back now, you think, well, man, that's just been training all these years of, of being able to be in those situations and know all the details and, and be able to, you know, kind of have a heads up now that I am a broker. So I, uh, it had been a dream, like I said, forever to open my own company. And last year, uh, I am a big believer in God. And I think that he had his hand in just laying it out. I sort of ran out of excuses not to do it. A building fell into my lap the um, the employees that I needed, the people that I needed, the finances that I needed, all just fell into place. And so I ran out of excuses to say no. <laughs> and I did it with my hands shaking and my knees knocking and was very scared. Uh, felt like you were kind of trying to jump the Grand Canyon, you know, uh, it was, it looked like this huge feat. And don't regret it, love it. Wish I'd have done it five years earlier. Uh, it's been a fun, fun journey. Um, but like I said, real estate changed my life and I wanted to give that opportunity to other people. I knew some things that could give them maybe, not necessarily a shortcut to success, but equip them to get to success quicker than I did. Kind of, you know, sidestep some ditches that I got stuck in. And so uh, that's been successful so far. Yeah, that's great. I, I would love to touch on, um, you know, one thing that you said that I found really interesting was, you know, it's easy for us to say, yeah, that would be, that's a dream that I have, but I, I can see how somebody else could do that. But it's hard for us to personalize that, right? It's hard Absolutely. for us to put our own selves in, in the shoes. And, um, you know, you say, I, I know success is possible because I see other people doing it, but it's hard for us to say, and for me too, right? Absolutely. Another thing that you did, I just thought that was great. You, you were already thinking like a leader, right? You were training. You was like, uh, the broker's making these decisions. I wonder what I would do. And as you were saying that, I can remember doing the same thing. And, and you know, when I was at our PT clinic, I was working for somebody else. And I wonder, what would I do before I hear what they do? I wonder what I would, what I would do and compare that. And that's awesome, I think. Um, you mentioned that real estate had really changed your life. And I'd really like to go back to that a little bit. When you say that, was it more of a confidence type thing? Or maybe the way you saw yourself? What was it that that really changed? Yeah, I think on many levels, um, obviously, financially, and um, because of that, I started seeing myself to be a little bit more. I kind of felt like maybe I did have some skills to bring to the table that were useful and, you know, more confidence in the whole nine. It, uh, it, it, it literally changed who I am. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, and I, like we talked about and you said you want to empower other people uh, to really be successful too and, and help them taste success. Why do you sure. think that's important? Like um, it, it's easy to, well, I say easy. Once you become a leader, business owner, a lot of people don't have that kind of mindset. So why is that important, I guess, to you? I think that um, a lot of companies, whether it be real estate or anything else, um, maybe the priority is the bottom line and the profit. And obviously we're in this for business. Um, you know, we're not doing this for charity. We're here to make money. But um, I think if that's the focus, 
and then you're trying to drive your staff to make that happen, I almost think that's putting the cart before the horse. Mm -hmm. I think that if you invest in the staff and equip them and train them and give them every tool they need to be successful, then the bottom line happens on its own. Yeah. That's good. You know, there's a, there's a saying out there that, uh, especially in training world, you know, I do, I do coaching and training and those kind of things. And, you know, you hear people say, well, I mean, wh what if I train them up or if I spend all this time and, and energy and money and train them up and they leave and, you know, the real rebuttal there is what if you don't and they stay, right? What if you Absolutely. don't and they stay, but really when you do that, you're setting up other people for success. It's not just one person because that one person, they, they may be, they may have a spouse, they may have kids. And by putting them on the track to success and, and just developing them, who knows who they could turn out to be and who they go on to impact. So I agree. I, I think there's almost phases of becoming an entrepreneur. Um, uh, I kind of got this concept of reading a story in the Bible and I won't go into the story, but it's first, you, you have to ask your question, like, who am I? And it's a question of identity and can I really see myself in this role and can this really be a part of who I am? You know, and when you even get that, then you have the question of who am I as far as capability? Am I capable? Even if I got the position, am I, do I have the skills it takes to carry it out? And then when you kind of, you know, accept that maybe you do, then it's a question of who am I not to? Like, who am I not to give a platform for other people to change their life as much as real estate's changed mine? Who am I not to afford this opportunity to other people? And so when it got to that point, that's when it was easy for me to do it. Yeah. When I could see it as a servanthood type thing. Yeah. And that's your number one value, right? That's your yes, number it is. Value. Yeah. Um, you know, I think me and you both, we kind of see it, right? We see the importance of investing in other people, but I mean, I don't have a good answer for this. So maybe you do, <laughs> but why, why do you think other leaders don't like other business owners don't because there are some that hold people back. Like they're it's pushing them down. What it is. I, I'm, I honestly don't know. I, I was uh, talking with my staff the other day and I was telling them that even if, if I were, you know, really, really greedy. And the bottom line is all I was after, you know, I really didn't care about the people. I was just about the money. It still makes sense to invest in the people. Mm -hmm. And so I, I, I don't understand what reasoning you would have not to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I, it doesn't make sense to me. I don't, it's so against who I am. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That, that's a question that I guess has stumped us both. And I guess, um, you do have to see it as an investment because there's time that's, sure. that's an investment. There is a financial investment, but the reward and, and, you know, you get close to people and when you get close to people, you open yourself up to get hurt and, and that's sure. going to happen occasionally. But um, there's a mother Teresa saying out there that I really like where she talks about, you know, people are going to take advantage of you for doing good, do good anyway, and all these kind of things. And sure. I just, uh, I really, really think that's, um, super important there. So, you know, real estate, you got into real estate and that's a very competitive uh, field, a very competitive industry. Like, how did you stand, stand out? Like, what, what does it do to be a purple cow? 
In the industry, you know? Um, I think the number one trait that a real estate agent has to have to be successful is tenacity. I mean, you just have to go after it every single day. Uh, you're not necessarily an employee. People aren't going to tell you to be in here at eight and clock out at five. They're not going to tell you what to do. You're, you work for yourself and at your own pace. And, and if you are not really, really driven, this is not the business for you. You have to be self-motivated. And so again, tenacity is going to be what makes you get there. It's, it's answering every phone call and answering every text. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's work. Yeah. And I, and I see it, but, but all the ones that, you know, all the people that I see, especially in real estate, but other lines of work, the ones that are willing to put in that work, they are the ones that are top producers, like you said, sure. that are successful. And I think that, that, that goes to other, you know, industries as well. And one thing that I kind of picked up on what, what you were saying is, you know, whatever role that you serve in, you know, you, you treat the small thing as, it's a, as if it's a big thing and eventually it will become a big thing and you'll be ready for that. Um, That's absolutely right. There's a proverb I like too. It, it talks about, you know, an inheritance gain too soon is quickly lost. And I think that kind of goes, goes to what you're, what we're talking about here is, you know, if you get that, that role too soon and you haven't become that type of leader, that type of person to hold that, that position, then it's going to be quickly lost as well. I would agree with that earlier. I said, I wish I'd have done it five years sooner, but the truth is it may not be what it is today. Yeah. Had I done this five years sooner. Uh, another parable that's in the Bible is the different types of ground and how one shoots up and is really, you know, big, but it doesn't withhold because there's no root system. Mm. And so, you know, those foundational years and where you're having to learn and train and become everything you're supposed to be to, you know, kind of go to the next level, they're very slow and they're, you know, you don't know that anything's ever going to really happen. But gosh, when you get on the other side, you're so happy that you've done them. 100%. You know, I think another thing that people are afraid of is that they have the, had that fear of failure. Um, what, what is your view of failure? I honestly, um, you know, obviously it's scary. You're, you're putting yourself out there and everybody knows that you've gone into business. And if it's a big fault, you know, a big fail, everybody's going to know. And, and that is a scary thing, but I honestly, I, I had just inside myself, I had just gotten to the point where if it fails, it fails, but I, I can't afford the regret of not trying. And I just, I was totally okay if it was a big flop. I had really just kind of settled that within me. If it's, if it doesn't take off, totally okay. It's, I can't not try it, you know, <laughs> like it's, I just felt like it was something that I, I absolutely had to give myself a chance on. Ooh, I like that. I had to write that one down there, uh, Rachel. I can't afford the price of regret. Ooh, that's good. They, they better, they better uh, write that one down right there. <laughs> when you said that, an image popped into my mind. So my background is in the physical therapy world. Sure. And when I first started so working in a rehab hospital and we saw a lot of elderly people. And I can remember the conversations that I would have with them. You know, you think about 80 or 90 year old individual and uh, they would talk about, yeah, we worked all of our lives and we were trying to save up to where we could go and travel. And then once they retire, they're unable to do the things that they wanted to do. And, um, 
man, and, and they, a lot of them lived with regret. And I love, love what you just said right there. I can't <laughs> afford the price of regret. So how about now you got your leadership, now you got your leader hat on, right? You still, right. You still uh, sell and list real estate, but you're, you've got a lot of young agents on your team that are new to the game and they're trying to figure it out. And they probably, some of them may have some of that fear of failure in them. How, how do you lead that? I, you know, I know it's one thing for yourself, but when you're leading other people, it's a little bit different. Um, sure. How do you navigate that? Well, there are some, that, you know, there are some things just that I kind of personalize to that person, uh, kind of the fear that that specific person has. But in general, um, I think that I have tried very hard to give them everything that they need to be successful. I've, I've told them, it's kind of like my slogan here, I will put all the tools in your hands that you need to be successful and what you do with those tools is gonna be up to you. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna do your job for you necessarily, but I will set you up for success. And we have a training program here, we have a mentorship program here. You're not gonna find a lot of real estate companies that offer that. And um, so far, uh, we have had really good success with that. Most every brand new agent we have is a million dollar producer, at least in the first six months or so. And um, we're not seeing it just with one kind of breakout star. We're seeing it across the board that people are being successful. So I'm sure there'll be, you know, tweaks along the way. And I'm sure we'll change some things as we grow and adjust. But, um, but I think we're doing everything we can to get them confident to step on out. Yeah, that's, that's good stuff. Uh, in that training program that you have, I, I work with, you know, some real estate uh, agents and brokers, and I've never seen anything like what you've got to set people up for success. You, that's one of the great things that you talk about right here is, um, I'll, give, I'll give you all the tools you need, uh, but I can't do it for you. And I, that's right. I think as a leader, that's what you do is you do your best to set people up for success and then then it's kind of on them, you know? Sure. Um, you, I, um, I, I think that I'm just so agent focused maybe, and probably because I've been one for 10 years and I know what it's like to beat the streets and make the deals and work the nights and the weekends and the holidays, you know? And, uh, and so I know what that's like. And so when I created this company, the processes and procedures and things that I put into place I just sit down and thought, what would have made my job easier? What would have made my job better? What would I have enjoyed along the way? You know, um, I, I didn't want to add a lot of extra work that was unnecessary. And so we've kind of cut out a lot of things that I don't feel are necessary to have, you know, a lot of extra paperwork, things like that. And then in the brand new people, like I said earlier, there was just so many things I think I can help them. I, they, we can sidestep it. We can we can go around it without them getting caught in that trap. Yeah, that's good. And sometimes it's just an education thing. It's just them knowing. It's just knowing how things work. You know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that goes back to your your core value of servanthood, right? Is is putting that hat on of how do I set them up for success and doing everything necessary to to help them by thinking what I've been there. I've been in their shoes. What would have helped me? And then not just leaving it there. You're taking action on it and uh, not just leaving it in theory or a great idea. And the other thing that you talked about that I thought was great too, to kind of sum it up is 
you're responsible to them as a leader to serve them, but you're not responsible for them. That's right. As far as doing the work for That's them. That's right. You have personal responsibility. And it uh, sounds like you do a great job of balancing that too. Um, so you've been, in, been, been as an entrepreneur for a little over a year now. What, what are some lessons as an entrepreneur that you've kind of learned over the year now? Um, I think the thing that shocks me the most, um, I don't know if this is necessarily a lesson learned, but I try very hard to have a personal experience with everybody that works for me. And I try to, um, you know, go out of my way to be good to them and to help them. And I think the thing that shocks me the most is the response to that. Um, they're almost uncomfortable when you try to be good to them. <laughs> and it's because they haven't had that apparently uh, a whole lot in, from other businesses or other companies or whatnot, you know. And so it, it just shows you how rare maybe that is. It, it, it was very surprising to me to find that. Very surprising. You care to expand on that just a little bit more? So you'll take some out for lunch and kind of what's sure. the typical response? <laughs> uh, are you firing me? <laughs> what have I done wrong? Are you going to get on to me? Uh, they're very, yeah. I just say, hey, you want to go to lunch next week? And they're like, yeah, but what's wrong? Uh, it's a, Every single person has done that. It's been really funny. And, and of course, my response is literally just want to make sure you need anything from me. Do you have everything you have? Do you feel like you're lacking anywhere, you know? Uh, but it's been a funny, funny thing. Wow. That's awesome. You know, I, I hope anyone listening will hear your heart to serve and, and to lead well. And, and when we talk about leaders, a leader is someone that other people willfully follow because of who you are and what you represent. And to get to that kind of level of a leader, you, you have to care about people. And I know, I mean, I can hear it, but I hope you hear it too, is, is listening to Rachel and how she cares for other people, when when your people know that you care about them, that's how you get buy-in. You know, people, if you if you got a vision and, and a direction you're wanting your company to go and you want people to move from I got to to a, to a want to, from a have to to a get to, you have to develop the relationship and they buy into you as the leader first, then the vision. And Rachel, I, I, I think you're doing an awesome, awesome job and uh, a wonderful job there. So, um, one, one last question I have for you uh, is, so you got that individual that may be listening, maybe they've got an idea and they've kind of got that little pitter patter in their heart to go out on their own as an entrepreneur, but, but they're toeing the line and they're just still a little bit nervous. What, what kind of advice do you have for them? I would say just jump, just do it. Uh, I don't think that you're going to regret it. I think that if it's something that's a part of you, it's something that's a dream of yours. It's something that you have passion about. Uh, you know, we're not, we're not built to just be mediocre mm -hmm. and, and we're not built to just be, you know, the mundane. We are built to be excellent and we can be excellent in every, you know, uh, uh, you talk about physical therapy. I would be a dud there. I know nothing about it. Right. But when you're in your spot and you're in the place that you're supposed to be, you can excel and you can thrive and, it just gives you such a sense of purpose. It helps. Um, it just helps you all the way across the board. I mean, it helps the person that you feel that you are. And, you know, when you're happy, your home life is better and your finances are, you know, across the board. It's not just career. It's, it's all the way across the board of everything that you are. Wow. That's wow. Good. 
No, I was going to ask you one other question, uh, but uh, I think you said it right there. We're not built to be mediocre, but built to be amazing. Wow, that is, that is awesome. I will ask you the question then. I okay. So if, if someone's listening, maybe they don't care anything about entrepreneurship, but, but our whole goal here is to inspire and motivate people. Sure. What, what's what's one, one takeaway of inspiration you hope people take away from your story and your journey? If you can encourage them, what, what's one parting piece? Um, you know, I, I didn't say this at the beginning, kind of my background and whatnot, but I, I think that I hope what they take away is that real change is possible and big change is possible. Um, what I didn't share earlier was, you know, I, I grew up on, uh, with very little means and didn't have a whole lot of things given, you know, just kind of handed to me. And I've literally had to work for, every little thing that I am and every little thing that I've had. And, uh, but that has made me the tenacity that I talked about earlier, that's built it in me. And so if, uh, if anybody, you know, was listening, I would just say that it's change is possible and big things are possible. And even, you know, there was a time that I saw myself, you know, as this, not a whole lot, not a whole lot to offer and not a whole lot to give. And that's simply not true. And I don't think it's true for anybody. I think everybody has something to give. And I, I don't, I think that we're selfish if we don't find ways to do that. Mm. Selfish if we don't find ways to do that. I agree with you 100%. That's great. Other people need what you have to give. Ooh, good stuff, Rachel. Good. <laughs> uh, that is good. Um, hey, Rachel, if if somebody, I want to give you an opportunity to tell a little bit about your business. So if you want to tell a little bit about what you do. So if someone's looking to maybe become a, an agent and they're looking for advice or maybe they want to join your team or maybe they're wanting to list or sell a home, uh, how do they get in touch with you? What's the best way to, to get in contact with you? Um, my cell number is 662-266-3474. It is my 11th finger. It's in my hand all the time. So you can always reach me there. Uh, my email is rachel at rachelrayrealestate.com. So that's pretty easy to remember. Um, but yeah, as far as uh, anybody looking to become an agent, we have, uh, I have all the information that they would need to kind of get started and and help them along that road. And then of course we have the training program here and then we're always looking to buy and sell. So always looking to help in that arena for sure. That's right. All over Northeast Mississippi or wherever, absolutely. right? Yeah, absolutely. Great. Rachel, you, you've added a ton of value and, and dropped some gold nuggets right there. That I, I think that is just absolutely great. And I, I know you encouraged and inspired listeners today. So thanks for taking time out of your day and thanks for sharing your story. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you guys for taking a listen. Make sure to check out Rachel Ray. Uh, you can, she gave us your, her uh, cell phone number and uh, her email and her website. And I'll put that in the show notes for you guys to check out. Uh, take a, uh, take a look at that. Make sure to subscribe and share this with a friend or family member. And when you subscribe, uh, that allows you to stay up to date with any of the upcoming episodes. So thank you guys. Y'all have a great day and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself? Audit yourself 
and change your life. Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform. And hey, we value your feedback and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?